Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Abject degromination. The Mets needing a win to get back on track Friday night and needing to convince themselves Jacob deGrom's hyperextended elbow was indeed okay. Only thing that got hyperextended was his scoreless streak to 24 innings before the Diamondbacks did score once. Nah, the Mets with a 3-1 win to start the weekend series, and DeGrom, for the first time in his professional career, begins the season 4-0. Details to follow, news at once, weather on the 8th. This is the DMP. It's your Daily Mets podcast. It's your Daily Mets podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Mets are doing. It's your Daily Mets podcast. Well, the Mets stay above 500, beating Arizona, but not all the news on Friday had a rosy tint. Sorry to be that guy, but before the game, it was announced that Juan Lagares, who's probably going to miss the season, has to have surgery on his big toe. He got hurt chasing a fly ball in a, what was at the time, a 12-0 game on Wednesday. Didn't look serious at the time, but it is serious, and the Mets will need to adjust accordingly. As of now, the Mets are going to play a lot of Brandon Nimmo and Michael Conforto, and obviously when Cespedes is back, it'll be a lot of Yoan Cespedes, but uh, no timetable for Cespedes' return quite yet. Todd Frazier is still on the shelf. The Mets did sign Cologne, uh, Christian Cologne, not Bart. That's the guy that had the game-winning hit in the 2015 World Series against the Mets, believe it or not. Off the bench for Kansas City. Uh, a bit player, infielder. He'll go to AAA, and we'll see if we maybe see him at some point. But for now, let's just celebrate the fact that the Mets found a way to get that W, the first of the three games against the Arizona Diamondbacks this weekend. Three runs, six hits, no errors for the Mets. One, six, and one for the Snakes. And as we recap this game, it really is a lot to do about Jacob deGrom. We mentioned 4-0 for the first time. He's only given up two home runs this entire season. That's now more than 51 innings pitched. And remember what an issue that was for Jake last year, was giving up a home run every seven innings of work. Uh, It's about once every 25 or 26 innings instead so far in 2018. He's allowed one extra base hit to a right-hand batter all year. That was April 5th. Anthony Rendon got a double. Big whoop. So DeGrom in this game, no walks and 13, yeah, 13 strikeouts to tie a career high. And he joins a very cool fraternity by having the no-walk 13 strikeout game. You've got DeGrom in this one. Chris Capuano, believe it or not, did it in August of 11. He's kind of the outlier on the list. David Cohn did it. Sid Fernandez did it twice. Doc Gooden did it twice. Tom Seaver did it twice. That's the whole list. And for now, it's a 12.2 strikeouts per nine innings average for DeGrom this year. If you go back to the wonderful 84 rookie season of Doc Goodens, that was around 11 and a half strikeouts per nine innings. Here's Jake DeGrom 
almost a full strikeout better than that. Of course, there are a lot more strikeouts these days anyway. you got to point that out. But uh, DeGrom with a, a scintillating seven innings, and the Mets got most of their offense, really, in the bottom of the first. And it was a very rare Arizona error that figured in. Daniel Descalso was called for that error as he couldn't feel the flip from the shortstop, Cattell Marte. The Arizona Diamondbacks were shifting, and it's tough to turn a double play or even get a force when everybody's a little bit out of position. And that really did help. After Nimmo walked to start the proceedings, the E4, Wilmer Flores, an RBI ground out. Michael Conforto eventually would single in a run. And on the night where he promoted the uh, the big t-shirt giveaway, the one with the uh, the pizza shop owner guy flipping a, a pizza box, whatever that, that I know, if, you, if you're in New York, you know the t-shirt very well. But the guy's like making the okay sign, and he's got the chef's hat on, and he's got this kind of smug little look on his face. He's winking at you. The mustache is turned up a little bit. It's on every pizza box in the city. You know what I'm talking about. But that was the Mets giveaway t-shirt that Conforto was helping to promote, and it helped, maybe. I don't know. Either way, there were 31,000 people at the ball game. They all liked their t-shirt. And Conforto ends up with a four-hit night. Yeah, he had been three for 35 at City Field for the year coming in. Four for four in this game instead. All he's got to do is promote the uh, the pizza box guy, and everything's going to be fine going forward. Only the second four-hit game of Conforto's career. The other one was his rookie year of 2015, which was pretty much right when he got to the big leagues. It was his second ever big league game. Four of the five hits that the Mets had at one point were from Conforto in this one. Their sixth hit, <laughs> and this was not something that I don't think anybody saw coming. It was a bunt hit from Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah, the shift was on. He just figured, why the heck not? I'm just going to plop one down near third and hope that my legs don't give out when I run down to first base. It worked out very, very well. So in this battle of the two National League franchises that have never had an MVP, yeah, the, the Mets have never had one. That's incredible. The Diamondbacks have had Paul Goldschmidt finish second twice, but never win it. And not for nothing, what is going on with Paul Goldschmidt? Goldschmidt with a golden sombrero in this game. Four at-bats, four strikeouts. He is now 5 for 59 in May. He's leading the National League in strikeouts. This is a heck of a player, but it just looks like he can't see very well right now. There's a stat out there that on fastballs of 96 miles an hour or more this year, and he's seen 81 of them now, he doesn't have a hit yet. He's actually made some contact on occasion, but 81 chances to get a hit on a really good fastball, and he is at Zippo for the year, oh, for those 81 chances. So as long as their cleanup man is struggling, that's fine. As the Mets will play these guys in the uh, the shiny uniforms again, kind of the uh, night at the Roxbury uniforms on, uh, well, both tonight and then Sunday afternoon. Noah Syndergaard will pitch on Sunday. It's going to be Steven Matz going for the game tonight. We'll talk more about that in just a bit. But we figured you'd probably want to hear from Mickey Calloway, the winning manager. Mickey is brought to you by Ridgewood Savings Bank. At Ridgewood, you'll find the same time-saving online and mobile tools as the big banks, but with better service, fewer fees, and none of the runaround. So whether you want to manage your money from your phone or buy your first home, Ridgewood ready to help you live a better financial lifestyle, Go to RidgewoodBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Mickey. Mickey, you seemed confident pregame about Jacob deGrom. What worked so well for him tonight? 
You know, he had all of his pitches going. He elevated the fastball really well, you know, and it wasn't just elevated out over. He was doing a real good job of crowding them and getting the ball up. So, uh, you know, he, when he's throwing the ball like that, his velo was there. Um, you know, I, I was a little worried that he would tire out just because he's had such a, a crazy schedule. So we were checking with him after the fifth, make sure he's okay. Checked with him after the sixth. Um, I was hesitant to put him back out there, but he really wanted it. So, uh, you know, we let him go back out and he did a great job. What did he show you in that seventh that he was able to push through that? Yeah, I mean, it was big. You know, he, he probably didn't make the be best pitch to start the inning off, gave up a double, and then he held him from there and, and utilized that nice, you know, kind of high and tight fastball to get some swing and miss and big strikeout. You asked for everybody to step up, especially your outfielders. What did you see from Michael Conforto and what he was able to do at the plate? That was big. You know, I think that um, all of us, you know, kind of saw this coming. I mean, you can't ever predict he's going to get four hits or, you know, have a career high, you know, and, and things like that tonight. But you could see him coming out of it. And, uh, you know, it was, it was good that uh, he got back out there. We had a right-hander going today. We had, you know, the, the lefties for uh, Toronto with two days off on either side. And he was swinging the bat well coming in. And I was like, oh, man, I hope this, you know, two days and the two lefties don't get him off track. And it didn't. He came out today and, and was uh, tremendous. Rich, Ricky, speaking about Conforto, when you look at a night like tonight, how important was it that he used left center down the line <clears throat> and down the right field line? He kind of used wall to wall what he's done in this team in the past. Yeah, he really did. And I think that's what um, he and Pat Rossler and, and Tom Slater have been working on a ton to try and get him back to the guy that he needs to be. And, uh, you know, that's a guy that uh, recognizes pitches well. And when he gets his pitch, you know, stay inside the ball and, uh, you know, don't get too worried about pulling the ball and things like that. So it was a tremendous job. Kevin? Mickey, splitting up the two, Syndergaard and uh, DeGrom, you got wins from both this week. Obviously, this is what you want. Um, how will this help going forward with, with uh, the other guys? in the it'll, it'll only help if the other guys step up. That's They have to. Um, you know, we talked to them in spring training, and I probably shouldn't say this to you guys, and I I talked to him and told him, hey, whether it's fair or not, our season's going to go how you guys go. That's just how, that's just the reality of this game. Um, and uh, there's pressure. We all have pressure. You guys have pressure. Um, that's part of baseball, especially in New York. And they got to get the job done for us to be a good team. Tony on the left. Considering how well DeGrom has been pitching, you know, even in spite of this little injury thing that came up, just how much, I don't know if concern is the word or worry did you have that, you know, this would have thrown him for a little bit of a loop and, and coming to the ballpark today not knowing exactly what you were going to get from him? Yeah, I think you always have that concern when um, guys' schedules and routines get a little off kilter. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he kind of showed up today and, and he wasn't too worried about it, obviously. <laughs> Ed on the left. Mickey, the way things have gone with injuries and everything, how, how much did you need kind of a textbook win tonight, the seven from DeGrom? And we needed that big and a, and a close one at that. It was good. To, you know, the guys that came in after DeGrom did a great job of getting quick outs, getting us on and off the field. Um, we scored early. 
which is something that uh, you know some some guys kind of brought up before the game today that is important for us to start doing is getting on the board first. Um, so it was a well played game, and we needed it big time. And now, thank you, Mickey. What's brewing for today? Brought to you by the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. They're making a big time comeback later this year, returning to your neighborhood under new ownership. And still, as always, serving the finest premium coffees from around the world. Whatever your pleasure, they've got it. And soon there will be a location near you. Get to know the name Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. You're going to love those guys. Steven Matz on the mound tonight. 3.86 ERA. Last time he pitched very well in Philly. And after that start, he did a little interview about it. And we thought you'd like to hear it. Here it is. Day, And I want to talk to you, Stephen, first of all about... Uh, uh, I guess just recovering from uh, whatever happens to not go exactly right. seems like you're doing a really nice job of just kind of breathing deep and making sure the next pitch is your, your best pitch. Yeah, I think the main thing is just, um, you know, it sounds so simple, but it, it could get a lot more complicated when you're out there mentally, but it's just really focusing all your attention on that next pitch and uh, realizing that you're only one pitch away at, at most situations that you're in a tough spot. Are there mental tricks to take with you on that? I mean, you, you read and hear a ton of different things about how to stay in the moment. And you're right, I think it's easier to do it when you're not actually on the mound. But what are the tricks that are working for you? Um, Mickey uh, showed me a little trick that he's, uh, I guess, used in the past on, and seen a lot of success in. It's just getting something to do that you can control. And that's just kind of building a little bit of an in-between pitch, in pitch routine. That's, And I've noticed it's really helped me. Um, just for me, it's I kind of just tuck my glove and, and my shoulder here and I fix my hat and then step back on the mound. It's the stuff that you can control. You get back on there and you realize what you got to do. You didn't seem to have your, your very best fastball command yesterday, but you found other ways to, to compete. That's got to make you feel good, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that's huge for me. Normally when my fastball command is not there, I'm usually knocked out of there, you know, early and giving up a bunch of runs. And, you know, for Devin... Back there was calling it a great game and realized what we had going that that day and uh, we just we squeezed everything we had out of it. Tell me about that new relationship with the new catcher. It seems like he's eager to learn about you guys, but also it seems like he's willing to just kind of pound the glove and say, "Trust me, I got this." Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's done a lot of uh, research coming in. You know, he watched a bunch of my starts before. Um, before yesterday and he knew what I had, he knew what I had to offer and uh, you know for him to make an adjustment like that you know when I don't have my fastball going he can start getting worried, I can start getting worried instead he just you know what this is what we got today this is what we're gonna do and we, he had a game plan and I kinda just followed suit and uh, it was really impressive. Thanks to Steve and Matts it'll be Matts and Patrick Corbin a native New Yorker well from upstate New York Syracuse area couple lefties go head-to-head -head tonight and by the way, if you're going to, oh, I don't know, Syracuse, New York, or if you're in Syracuse coming here to City Field, if you need a hotel, I hope you know this by now, but Hotel Tonight will hook you up. That's the app you got to have. You can actually book in advance. Don't get thrown by the, the Tonight name, although it is there if you need it. You can book a couple months out like I just did for the All-Star break. So whether you're a planner or you like to leave things to the very last minute, they've got you. You can book a room in 10 seconds, literally. Three taps and a swipe, and you're done. No big long list of a zillion hotel choices. They just show you the best deals at the best hotels. And like they say, they only work with places where they would stay as well. So whether it's a last-minute trip or something coming up this July or August, go for it. Hotel tonight. And we thank them for their support of the Daily Mets podcast. 
Mets win on Friday night, 3-1. Skinny little final score. Not a lot of hitting going on. 12 hits total in the game. But the Mets, again with Michael Conforto leading the way. Four of the six hits. They get her done. And they are now 21-19. and 19. Thanks so much for listening. Another podcast will launch tomorrow. Talk to you then. I'm Josh. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.